Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freestyle Friday, where it is just me, you, and the mic. So look, this is my time of the week to kind of let you guys get to know me a little bit better. So I, as you all know, do a lot of these interviews where I try to highlight how awesome a lot of these guests are that I bring on the show. And I love being able to draw out insights and help out everybody through some of their content. So these Friday, the episodes are just my way of letting you guys get to know me a little bit, where I just talk about stuff that's important to me, things that I'm learning, um, a book maybe that I'm going through recently, just different things like that. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about something that's been on my mind recently. And if you follow me online on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, you've probably seen a couple of posts about it. That's something that I usually keep under wraps. And that's how to not really care what other people think about you. And it's something that I'm still learning all the time. So it's I'm not gonna be able just like to tell you that just to do it and then show you exactly how. But there are a few ways that I've found that have helped me to be able to distance myself from that. And I don't think that anybody actually doesn't care at all. And if they do, they might be a little bit sociopathic in some sorts. But the goal is to get ourselves as close to being that way as we can. So 
I want to talk to you guys about that today. But first, really quickly, if you want to know how I book some of these guests and maintain relationships with some of the guests that I have on the show, uh, then head over to travischappell.com slash explode. I've put together a brand new training uh, that teaches you exactly how I've done what I've been able to do. This is like the behind the scenes, the top secret stuff that most people don't teach. Most people, when they teach networking, it's all the how to work a room type of bullcrap that you hear all the time, like how to introduce yourself better or whatever. And most of the time, the introduction is just an elevator pitch to try to get people to, to buy your stuff, which is something that doesn't work. So even this, the tactics that they do teach probably aren't even like good tactics. So I just am so against a lot of those old ways of networking that it, this training is more just the new way of, of how to do it. So if something like that interests you, then head over to travischapel.com slash explode to learn more about that. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Okay. So this topic of trying to get to the point in life where you don't care about what people think about you. Again, I don't think that it's ever going to be a destination. It's just more about how, how much can I distance myself from other people's opinions of who I am. And this is something that is really big for me and some of you who don't know my story. This is really kind of the background for me. I grew up in a really religious context. And I don't say this to disparage, by the way, anybody that I grew up with or anything like that. I still have great relationships with some people and I, and I love a lot of those people and they still love me. This isn't a way for me to talk trash on them or the religion or anything spiritual, anything like that. Like I, this is, that's not what this is for. So just to throw that caveat in at the beginning of this conversation, but to that all being said, I did grow up in a very religious context and there were a lot of rules to follow, just a lot of like checklist guidelines type things. So when I when I grew up, I was 21, 22. And to give you an idea of a couple of those things, I, I graduated kindergarten, high school, college, and eighth grade all on the same exact campus. So it was very much a bubble for me. I grew up there from the time I was three to the time I was 22. 
two, I believe right after I, right after I graduated college and got married, my wife and I moved up to Fresno. And that was the first time that I'd ever been out of that circle, out of that bubble. Um, and not literally, of course, like I didn't live on the campus the whole time that I was there, but more or less I did. I was there seven days a week. We had soul winning on Saturdays. We had church on Sunday, three times. We had, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday school. And then we had chapel at school. And then we had church on Wednesday nights. And then two or three times throughout the year, we'd have church on Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night for like conferences or different things like that. So quite literally, I was there probably just as much as I was at home through, you know, the first 16, 17 years of, of my life. And so when I finally got out of that, it was this weird sense of trying to find out who I really was as a person, because everything leading up to that point was very much the person that I was programmed to be in that culture. And that's how we all are, right? We're all a product of our environment. We're all just being put through this manufacturing process when we're growing up. And especially if you are in a culture that's somewhat similar to the one that I was growing up in, where the idea is very much like rigid, like this is the way that things are, not in a discovery way of, hey, you figure out way, the way that things are. So for me, it was very rigid. And so when I made the decision as a 22, 23-year-old man to come out of those types of circles and start doing things that they would not agree with, um, I started being put in a lot of situations where people were talking crap about me and and just talking crap about the person that I was becoming and the decisions that I was making just because I made decisions that they didn't agree with because they view it as a right or wrong situation, not as a opinion situation. And I knew that that was going to happen, but in the, in the long run, I basically just kind of figured it out for myself. So I went through a phase, uh, probably a solid year and a half, two years, where it was really difficult for me to separate myself from that situation and make the decisions that I felt that I should be making when everybody in my life, all my close friends, authority figures, all those, all those people were telling me to go a certain way. It was really difficult for me to not go that way. And I think it would be difficult for anybody in that situation. And so going through that, I learned a couple of things that kind of, that I took into my adult life, but I was always very private. I never shared anything online until actually very recently, like a month ago, I finally posted a picture on Facebook and you can go see it where I'm smoking a cigar and sipping a glass of whiskey. And most people listening to this right now, probably like you would, you would hear that and go, okay, so what's the problem? Like, like, what was the bad thing that you were doing there? But for anybody that grew up in a similar or same context to what I grew up, like that is a really bad thing. It's not something that you should be doing, drinking or smoking cigars. And when I posted that picture, I got a bunch of people unfriended me, a couple of people blocked me, uh, a couple of people posted on my picture, told me to send my diploma back to the school that I, that I graduated from because I was like not respecting them as an institution or something. And it's just weird to be on this side of the fence now to be looking back over at the other thing and being like, like none of this stuff makes sense. But it took a while for me to finally get to the point where I was okay with just allowing people to see who I was. And I, and again, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. And that's why I was always so, so private about it. It was under the guise of like, well, I want to be a respectful. I don't want to be disrespectful and throw it in people's faces. But at the end of the day, like it's my Facebook profile. So that's why I said in that post, like, Hey, I'm not, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but if you don't want to see this stuff, then you have the ability to unfriend me. I'm not going to go on your timeline and post about it. You know, I'm not going to bring a six pack of beer over to your house when you invite me over for dinner, like if you don't drink, I'm, I'm not going to do those types of things. But if you come over to my house, you might see a bottle of wine on the counter and I'm not going to hide it because that's not who I am. So I think it's a balance for sure between being respectful of other people's beliefs, but also being totally willing to be who you are 
for everybody else. And it's much easier to be who you are because you don't have to worry about slipping up in a conversation with somebody. Well, with this person, I, I don't, I don't talk about drinking because I don't want to, I don't want them to know that I drink. And then these people over here, well, it's okay if they know that I drink, but you know, they don't really drink, but it's okay that they know that I drink. But these people over here, if they found out that I would drink, they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be friends with me anymore. And it's just so hard to compartmentalize all those things. What's up, everybody? Just want to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite new podcasting app, Himalaya. If you are not listening to podcasts on this app, you are definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store, download Himalaya today, and then thank me later. So there's a few things that I learned during all this process, a few ways to kind of allow yourself to distance yourself from what other people think about you and allowing that to control your life. Cause I think that's a very unhealthy place to be. So the first thing, the number one thing that I think is important to do is to learn to spend time with yourself. It was never taught to me to spend time with myself. It was never, there was, wasn't something that is talked about a lot, but I think that it's so, so, so crucial. And I was talking with somebody the other day and I was telling them about this concept. And they're like, oh man, there's no way that I could travel by myself, like be by myself. Like there's no way I, I have to have people with me. And that's a problem. And it, even if you're an extroverted person, you feed off of other people, other people's energy. Like that's not the point. The point is to be able to sit down and be okay with who you are and have conversations with yourself to try to figure out and pull back the curtain on who you are and what you want out of life. And so few people ever take the time to do this because they feel awkward. They don't want to go get dinner by themselves because they feel like people are going to be looking at them, wondering why they're by themselves. Like if they got stood up or if they're just a loser, they don't have any friends, whatever it is. But then that's just another version of letting people control the way that, <laughs> the way that you act. And um, I think that if you're not okay with being by yourself, then there's a lot of internal issues that you need to work through in order to be okay with silence and just spending time by yourself. If you never spend time with yourself, how do you expect you to get to know you? How do you expect to know what you want out of life? And if you don't know what you want out of life, how do you expect to get it? How do you expect to be happy and fulfilled if you don't even know what it takes to make you happy and fulfilled? It just is something that's it's a necessary thing. And, and for some people, it might be easier. It's a little bit easier. It was easier for me to learn how to spend time with myself. The first time somebody told me to do it, I was like, wow, that seems weird. And I don't know if I could do that. But now I look for time to spend by myself. Like right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I'm in a hotel room. That I'm up in Oregon doing some training right now for a company up here. And I'm just enjoying it. Like in the evenings, I, I'm by myself. I'm getting some work done. Yes. But like last night I went out and I got a steak dinner all by myself. And I sat there and watched and I, I sat there first of all, just by myself for a little while. And then the Golden State Toronto game came on and I watched the game by myself. I walked back to my hotel by myself. I did everything by myself, but it was, it was like, I, I crave that time now. Whereas before it was definitely something I had to work on. So number one, learn to spend time with yourself, get to know who you are, because if you don't know who you are, how can you live your truth as cheesy as that sounds? So number two, realize that you are the only person who has to be you. This was probably the biggest realization for me because when I was trying to figure out that I was not going to be in full-time Christian ministry, because that's what I got my degree in. I double majored in Bible and church ministries. I have my bachelor's in Bible and church ministries. And when I was coming out of college, I, I knew that I didn't want to go that route, but I knew that I couldn't express it to anybody because everybody in my life told me that I should be going that route. And so I came to this realization probably like a year, year and a half into like wrestling with this on a daily basis. And just like, it just kind of hit me that I was going to spend 361 days of the year waking up doing something that I didn't want to do. So that three or four days of the year, when I ran into people who wanted me be, to be doing a certain thing, 
like I would be able to have a conversation with them and be proud of it. So I was going to live 361 days of my life for four days, like 361 days a year of my life so that those four days I could feel special about what I was doing for the other 361 days. And it just didn't make any sense to me. I was like, wait, wait. So these people that aren't in my life every single day, I'm living for them. So they don't have to be me. They don't have to wake up and look in the mirror and be staring back at me. I'm the only person that has to do that. So why am I choosing to live my life for the approval of these people that I'm only going to see like four or five days of the year? And even if I am going to see them 150 days or 250 days of the year, like it doesn't matter because I'm the only one that I see every single day of the year. I'm the only one that has to be me. So why am I choosing to live my life for the approval of all the other people that have their own lives to live? So learn to spend time with yourself and understand what your goals, dreams, desires are. Uh, Number two, realize that you are the only person who has to wake up and be you every single day. And number three, find your tribe. Find your tribe. I posted this, uh, that picture the other day of me smoking uh, a cigar and drinking a glass of whiskey. And I did get a ton of people, like I said, who unfollowed me and, and blocked me and people who I knew really well from growing up. And I've seen text message conversations of people talking crap about me, people, people that, I've knew, that I've known since I was four or five years old that I looked at as like brothers and sisters. And it was tough during those times. But recently, I just started realizing that like, if you find your tribe, if you find your people, the people who are your actual friends, then it doesn't matter. Like all the other people don't really matter that much because they're on the fringe Like those people weren't my friends to begin with. They were just people who I had something in common with. And as soon as we lost that commonality, they didn't want to be friends with me anymore. They immediately reverted to talking crap about me and not trying to understand my situation and not trying to like see the world through my lenses or my perspective. It was just an immediate like, well, you're no longer my friend. And not only are you no longer my friend, but now I'm going to make sure that other people aren't your friend because you believe something different than I believe. Like It's a crazy mindset to me. But what I realized after I posted that picture, I had a good amount of friends, even from that culture who you know, may even disagree with some of the choices that I make, but they'd still texted me and said, Hey bro, I hope you know that like my love for you as a friend has nothing to do with your decisions. And like, I may not do those things and you know, I may not participate with you, but like in some of those things, but I hope you know that like, this doesn't mean anything in terms of our friendship and you'll always be a good friend of mine. And it meant the world to me. And it made me realize even more so that like, if you find your tribe, if you find your people, your real friends, then they're not the ones that are concerned with what you're doing on a date. Like they're the ones that are going to support you and love you no matter what. And if they feel that you're doing something detrimental to your life, they're of course going to tell you that, but they're not going to be the ones to throw it in your face every single day and distance themselves from you anymore because of it. And I think that there's a balance there. So learn to spend time with yourself, realize that you're the only person who has to wake up and be you, and then find your people, like find your friends, the people who are with you to the end, no matter what. And then just always remember that you are you and try to be respectful of other people's beliefs, but don't live your life for other people because it's not their life. It's yours. So I hope something that I said helped there. Um, I don't mean to keep bringing this up all the time. And I, I know a couple of people are like, Hey, get over it, whatever. And it's like, Hey, if you don't like it, then you can stop listening. <laughs> like, like skip to the next episode. Like doesn't really matter to me because this is something that's been important in my life for a really long time. And I think that there are a lot of other people out there that struggle with something similar. So I hope this helped. Um, let me know if it did make sure to take a screenshot of this episode. Episode, upload it to your Instagram story, tag me at Travis Chapel, and we can have a conversation over there. DM me something cool. We'll chat. And then be sure to check out uh, this episode over on YouTube now, travischapel.com slash YouTube. All of the Freestyle Friday episodes and some of the conversations that I'm having on the interviews that I'm doing are also going to be over there. So if you want to see some of the things that we're doing on video, travischapel.com slash YouTube. I'll see you guys over there. Thanks so much for tuning in. Catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's it for today's show. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com slash hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.